listening to the Lance J Radio Network. outside of my own I'm going to talk about later in the week you know we've kind of reached the point that I don't I don't do this as a hobby this isn't this isn't a hobby this is how I feed my family and this is how I provide so one thing you'll learn if you if you have a show whether you're like me or terrestrial radio and podcast or if you're a public speaker you're on the speaking circuit you better start charging some money and stop giving away all your bleeping content for free. Don't give away all your content on the gram and on Facebook and put that stuff on YouTube for free, man. If you're if you're out here, you got sponsors and you got a product that's fantastic and there's a demand for it. Don't give it away for free, man. I don't I don't I don't give away my content for free. We're in the process of opening up several new affiliates. And it's it's our business to to generate traffic to our affiliates and, and to the podcast and then to our fantastic sponsors, whether it's US Hunger or Upside Home, or rather it's Episource. We have a couple of joint ventures that we're gonna be announcing in the late summer. Our cameras, we upgraded to six K cameras. So we're moving more into the space of not only doing phenomenal healthcare content for radio. And Lance Day Show airing daily in drive time slots around the country. But we're going to start shooting some, some short films. And we made the investment to be able to do that. So I'm not going to make that investment and then go on someone's podcast for free. That would be counterproductive and that would be bad business. And that's my advice to people. That's kind of harsh. But if you give away everything for free, you'll never be able to sell it. So I say that to say there's there's one podcast that I that I am involved with and I don't I haven't talked about it a whole lot on the show but it's my boy Myron Edmonds. Now Pastor Myron Edmonds, he's been a caller on the show. I've just just grown to loathe Michael Jordan. But one of the reasons why I loathe Michael Jordan is because I loathe his delusional fans. Fans like Carl and Alfred. These are the guys that have total amnesia when they look at the career of Michael Jordan. They almost make it seem like he was totally flawless, like he never made mistakes. Like he always scored 35, 6, and 7 every single game. He's someone that I've known a long time. He has a podcast called the Get Your Shift, S-H-I-F-T, together. Now, he's a pastor. He's the pastor of the Grace Community Seventh-day Adventist Church in, in Cleveland, Ohio. Dr. Myron Edmonds. I should call him Dr. Myron Edmonds. Just like John and April Nixon come in, their focus is on marriages and marital counseling and intimacy and sex therapy and all of those things. Well, Myron's focus, he's really into creating a safe space for men. He talks, and I want to get him on the show, he talks a lot about having an addiction to pornography. And as a pastor, that's very taboo. And it's respectable because he talked about beating his addiction to pornography and that he was preaching 
in leading a flock and saving souls and baptizing people and going to people's houses and talk to them about Christ. But he was struggling with his own inner demons of pornography addiction, which a lot of people are struggling with, especially now where you can get access to pornography on your cell phone pretty much anywhere. It's not like the old days where you had to go to some dark, dank place off the side of the highway and you're standing next to some guy wearing a trench coat and nothing else under the trench coat. You literally can get access to anything you want, regardless of how deplorable or how disgusting you want. You can get access to that on your cell phone or on your iPad. So he talks about that, and he's created a space for for men, a safe space where men can talk about their vulnerabilities, their addictions, their vices, their issues within their marriage. Some people have been sexually abused. Some people have been emotionally abused. Some people are struggling with with other with with substance abuse. And he's created this space where men can come together and talk about it. He's he's leading the space from the from the perspective of a man of the cloth. He's getting into scripture. He's getting to word. I I messes with it. I'm not a big self help guy. I've dragged self help people on this show when I was a little bit more sophomore and immature. I'm at a place now, just like I was talking about in the last segment. I want everyone to win. I want everyone to be successful. So I'm not going to come at people. I'm not going to clown people. I'm not going to make fun of people. But I'm not really big into the self-help space. That's just not my thing. I'm one of those people, when I was a healthcare executive, I used to tell people, I'm just like, look, man, I had a I had a CEO that used to give us books to read and all of these, these self-help books and stuff. I'm like, either you got it or you don't got it, MFR. I'm not going to read about how to be a great leader. Either you're nice on the sticks or you're not. If I need a coach... And someone to to get in my ear. Like, remember the episode of The Simpsons when Homer Simpson found the elixir and grew his hair back? And and he became an executive. Uh, Montgomery Burns hired him to be an executive and run and run the, the nuclear the nuclear power plant. And he had this he had this executive coach that was like, You're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you. If you need that, then you're not you, you ain't it. I'm sorry. A lot of people are not gonna like that take. That's a harsh reality. So going back to, I'm getting on a tangent. Going back to Myron, Dr. Edmonds, and his podcast, the Get Your Shift Together podcast, he's been talking, and I've been going on his show, because like I said, his his show is the only show that I do for free. I'm not making any other appearances for free. And as Myron helped me launch Advent Sports Network, which is what became the Lanch Day Radio Network and Paragon 7 Studios. Myron was the first person I interviewed on what is now the Lance J Show. Back when when I was working, um, a lot of people don't know, I started my podcast version before I was on terrestrial radio. I actually was doing sports within my church denomination, and I was doing like a youth director role, and I was running the basketball league in the southeastern portion of the country. And I started this show to interview kids about sports to promote our basketball league. That was 2015. Maybe 2014. That was 2014. And almost eight years later, here I am. So you just never know. You never know where the journey is going to take you. But but Myron has been talking about the church and the phenomena that people are not coming back to church. He's been talking about the fact that since COVID, people have gotten used to 
going home and watching church on TV. People are not attending church as much. People are not returning as much tithe and offering. It's a it's quite a quandary for people like himself that are that are in that business and that are ministers. And I made some comments. I just wanted to to kind of recap because I've been going on his show and talking about he's had some some fantastic guests and and people who are talking about their experience. And me personally, I'm a church guy. I grew up, I grew up on a pastor's kid. My grandfather was a pastor. My great-grandfather was a pastor. My mother worked for the church. My wife works for the church. Everyone in my family, my grandmother worked for the church. Everyone in my family except me basically worked for the church. And even I got my start in Advent Health. But a lot of people, in my opinion, are not coming back to church, not because necessarily... Because you have a lot of churches have upgraded their cameras and production and they put on a heck of a TV show. But one of the deficiencies I see in church is not, I don't see any lack of people wanting the word of God. I don't see a lack of people wanting camaraderie. I don't see a lack of people wanting to understand Christ and to submit their lives to Christ. Those that believe in that or those that believe in Allah, those that believe in Buddha, whatever you believe in. I don't see people not wanting to be connected to some type of higher calling and higher ground. What I do see, especially in the typical traditional Christian church, I see people that are tired of putting on a suit and going out in the summer where it's 98 degrees, where they've worked all week and got kids and got stuff going on to do things that are not enriching to their soul. The, the promenade of the prelude, people walk into the church, the stand up, the sit down, the tithes and offerings, the people singing the same 10 songs over and over again repetitively on some praise teams, not not my wife's praise team, because I definitely I definitely don't want to I don't want to catch hell for that. But those praise teams that are not as proficient as the as, as the ones at Riverside Seventh Day Adventist Church, which is which is my home church in Cashville, Tennessee. I think that people are fed up with the rigmarole. Because people love to hear good preaching. People love to, to fellowship. People love to praise. People love to worship. But people are tired of it not being interactive. People are tired of, of sitting down and sitting in an audience and making all of, the, all of the trouble it takes to get your kids ready and get to church. People are tired of that and not having a chance to, to interact with the pastor to have someone yell at them for an hour and tell them how they should live their lives. And they don't, they don't get to fellowship. They don't get to talk. They don't get to speak. And we're just beyond that as a society. Everything is interactive now. Even if you're doing a podcast, if you're on Facebook or on Instagram, people are commenting in the section and you can read the comments. You can say, oh, Jimmy in Brooklyn felt this about what I said. And to me, people need fellowship people need things to be interactive people that are going through a divorce people that are going through um like people are struggling with vices people that are having mental health issues based on covid people that have lost loved ones like myself that are in grief people need to actually interact with other believers other individuals to pray to talk to cry to heal and i think that's the issue that's really hurting churches now because even I, someone that's a pastor's kid, someone that grew up in church, I grew up in the old school. You didn't even wear, even in, I was in church. I was in church every Wednesday at prayer meeting, every Friday at choir practice, every Saturday morning for, for Sabbath school, because I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, every Saturday night for a youth service that was called uh, Adventist Youth. 
every Sunday for Pathfinders, which was the equivalent of Boy Scouts in my church. I was at church four or five days a week, not even to mention basketball. I played basketball at my church. So I had to church four or five days a week. And I had great role models and people. I loved being there. My friends were there. I loved it. But it was always the experiences with people. And we have to find a way to, to keep the churches from dying. In my opinion, opinion's not facts. I'm not the expert. I'm not the guru. This is just someone giving my opinion. We have to find a way. You can zoom in and you can, you can, you can televise a sermon. You can televise a concert. But you can't televise people that are being vulnerable to each other, people that are praying for each other. You can't create the same experience through TV and and we have to find that or our churches are going to suffer and they are going to ultimately die. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Land J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Ate off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, Rampage, your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake suit and yeah. I'm true bad. My travels like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious Mosaic Meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. 